Welcome to the St George's Leeds Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy the talk. Our Bible reading this morning is from Colossians chapter 3, from verse 12 to 17. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And let whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you for bringing our reading. Good morning, everyone. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. There we go. There we go. Um, My name is Eve. In case you haven't met me, I'm the uh, clergy lead here at St. George's, and it's wonderful to continue and to close this short series that we have been thinking about in this new year of hearing from God together. And as Christians, as the church, we're invited to hear from a living speaking God, and to do that together in Christ, in the life of the risen Lord Jesus as brothers and sisters. So that's where we're coming from as we think about this. And we do this in community, and we're thinking today as well about hearing from God together through the Christian community, through the church. And uh, we've been thinking about this in scripture in our first talk, so do listen to that online or on the podcast and in prayer already. And those are really important ways that we hear from God. And today we're thinking about community. So in our Bible passage that we've just heard, we are meeting the Colossian church, one of the early churches, who the Apostle Paul was writing to, to encourage them to stay connected to Jesus. Paul is writing from prison. He is bound in chains at the time, urging the Colossians to be unbound, to not be bound by the heresy, the untruth of something called Gnosticism. This was emphasizing a special knowledge, which was often a weird combo of Christian truth and other philosophies or religions that were around at the time. And that then elevated some people in the community who knew this special knowledge above others. And also this untruth denied Christ, Jesus, as God, as divine, and as saviour. So Paul proclaims the truth of who Jesus is, the image of the invisible God available to all people, and he proclaims that they have been reconciled to God through the death of Jesus on the cross 
and his resurrection. And then he turns to all the practical considerations of what all that should mean to every believer. And in our passage, Paul talks about how our love for Christ should translate into love for others. And then he goes on to name different relationships in their daily lives. So the community are called to bear with each other, to forgive one another as they have been forgiven, and to put on, to clothe themselves with love. Now all of that looks like action, that's not just something we can do in our minds, that looks like putting it into practice. And I think this immediately tells us that these things were necessary to say. The community wasn't perfect. They did things that needed bearing with. They did things that needed forgiving and they needed to be reminded to put on love daily. And compassion and kindness and humility and gentleness and patience Paul says, should be marks of your communal life together. Only really possible through the empowering of the Holy Spirit, through this connection with Jesus. And in chapter 1, verse 28, Paul says that he is admonishing and teaching everyone in the church with all wisdom, so that he might present everyone fully mature in Christ. He's teaching everyone the good news and how they might respond to that in their lives, responding to God's love, and also admonishing. We don't often use that word all the time, but it means to advise or urge someone earnestly, and also to warn or reprimand someone firmly. But all that is in love and out of love in the Christian community as brothers and sisters. So he does that and then he encourages the whole church community to also be part of that together. And in verses 15 to 16 that we heard in our reading, Paul says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. And then he says, let the message of Christ dwell among you, live in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. So they were to let the message of Christ dwell among them. Or another Bible translation says, let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel one another with all the wisdom that Christ gives. And some translations have this verse 16 uh, split up so that the singing part comes as another sentence and some it comes together and we've already done that together as we sing truths about who God is we might do that when we meet together in the week as well but it is all their responsibility to learn from one another point people to Jesus and seek God's wisdom so that they would be mature whole in Christ 
Some were set apart still to lead and to teach, like Paul, but that doesn't mean that they just sit and listen passively. They were active in seeking God and growing in discipleship together. And as we think about that practically in our lives, I want to remind us of those five CSs, the ways that God guides us that are helpful to look at. And we've talked already about commanding scripture, the Bible being key, a primary authority in the church. We've talked about the spirit and circumstantial signs as we pray for one another and look at what God is doing. And today, I think, as we think about the community, we think about common sense and the council of saints, where we hear good practical advice and wisdom from people, but also we go to other Christians who are also seeking God. So what does this look like for St. George's? Well, I thought, given that we're talking about doing this together, I wouldn't preach this alone. So we're going to hear from two members of our church family in conversation with me now as we think about what that looks like very practically. And first of all, we're going to listen for a few minutes to a conversation with myself and Murray, who's a member here. You might sometimes see him leading musical worship. And he sat down with me this week to think about this practice. So we're going to watch this for a few minutes and then hear from someone else. And as we listen, let's hear what God is saying to us. So let's watch this now. Hi, Mari, it's good to see you. And thank you for talking to me for this sermon on hearing from God together through community. How are you doing? Yeah, well, thanks. Great to talk to you too. Great. And we've been having a conversation a little bit already and thinking about this theme. Um, and I wonder if you could share some of your reflections about hearing from God, particularly in that context of Christian community. What what springs to mind when you think about this? Well, um, um, it, it, it might be something that lots of people have said before, but I think just you know, being in a, a group of people that are seeking God at the same time is a tremendously helpful thing. Um, you know, from the point of view of, um, <clears throat> we don't, none of us has a monopoly on understanding of things. And so just to hear from other people, sometimes um, this is not really something I suffer from because I'm a bit more extrovert, but sometimes um, if, if you're sitting in a, a, a in a group of people and somebody expresses a view that you haven't uh, uh, said yourself, usually I fill the gaps. Um, but then it's um, it, it can be really helpful because you suddenly you think, oh, I was thinking that it's not just me then. And so that just to get that confirmation and affirmation, I suppose that what you're thinking you might be of God it, it is really really helpful. Mm. It's even even when that doesn't happen, um, I, I, my view is there's always something to be learned. Um, so sometimes you'll hear more challenging thoughts and um, it might be stuff you really don't agree with. Um, but even that, from, from the perspective of affirming what you do believe can be a helpful process as well. Um, and sometimes it's it's challenging because you haven't heard a point of view before and that point of view is something that, you kind of need to hear uh, I certainly do anyway mm, thank you and is there is there a verse or a scripture that that comes to mind when you think about this theme of hearing God together whether for your own situation or in a, a group setting where you're just trying to hear God's voice uh, more generally 
Yeah, uh, well, that's a uh, uh, reading that I've ruminated on really for years and years because I find it incredibly helpful is Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Um, Trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And um, I, I, there's there's some brilliant nuggets in that that verse, but I really like the... Uh, the bit that says and lean not on your own understanding because it it keeps you humble on one level but it also allows you to kind of look out beyond yourself and it's very easy to get into um, your own kind of track of thinking and and not seek that input from others yeah and it struck me as we've been talking about the lean on your own understanding this verse we often I think is in in the west sometimes think of this individually um so when we try not to lean on our understanding we still might be on our own in a room with the bible trying to understand from from the bible whereas what you're you're saying sounds a bit more like bringing things into a group of people seeking god or someone that inspires you and saying can i talk through this with you so that my understanding is shaped by others who are also seeking god and the scripture is that something that resonates with you yeah, I mean, I think it can be both things, um, but there is a danger to leaning on your own understanding, which is, as I say, you can kind of back yourself into a corner. And um, when we were, when we were talking earlier, uh, you know, I did I, I I described some of the things that I think are challenges to us in modern life, um, and one of them is I think this kind of on-demand culture that allows us to just pick the news source that we like or the types of films we like or the type of um you know music we listen to whatever it might be it can uh, the algorithm then feeds you the stuff that you've already chosen mm-hmm. and you can end up with just hearing things that resonate with a particular point of view and that's i think that's a real danger and it leads to this phenomenon that they describe as echo chambers where you're just hearing the same stuff coming back at you and i think in community where there's a range of different points of view of different life experience of different people and 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 how they are wired there's a real opportunity and a really a real blessing to be had by hearing from from that community rather than getting stuck in your own little echo chamber yeah and if you found that in your own walk with god the the difference of situation that you have talked through with Christian friends or you've prayed about it with people and those that you've tried to work out on your own maybe does that feel different to you oh yeah definitely and and I think if if people are approaching things with um you know a spirit of um openness to God's leading then why wouldn't you listen to them <laughs> you know why wouldn't you actually be open to the possibility that they've heard a bit more clearly than you have and um and that's that happens as happens to me all the time especially as i say because i'm more apt to be extrovert and to fill the space with my own noise um it it does me a lot of good to listen to others and and hear these kind of different points of view uh, uh, and and really is something that i find um you know, some people are challenged by doubt, but I actually quite like 
things that introduce an element of doubt because they're a really good test of what you actually think. And if you kind of, if you approach something from the point of view of, well, do I really believe that? And do I really hold that as part of my faith and as part of my understanding of what it is to walk as a, a as a follower of Jesus and to hear something else that challenges that? I think it, it kind of strips away some of your, um, I, I guess, um, uh, uh, more lazy thinking or or, yeah. or or the fact that you haven't understood or heard a different perspective on uh, on what you think. Wonderful. So that's hearing from uh, Murray, one of our congregation members. And I wonder if anything of that resonates with you and gives you food for thought as you talk with others uh, about this. And uh, my second person, I'm going to invite Lydia up, who is our wonderful children's worker as part of our team, uh, and just also ask Lydia. So let's welcome Lydia up. Um, So Lydia, we've been talking about this as well, and it came up not just for this sermon, but in our conversation. So what does hearing from God together in community, what does this phrase, what does that mean to you and look like? Um, So two contexts stand out to me um, where I hear from God in the community. Um, So the first is small group. So like Marie was saying, sitting with other people that have different views and perspectives to me and learning how to follow Jesus together. And um, in my small group, we always start with, with prayer. So we start by sharing what's going on in life. And I really appreciate that. Mm. And then the second is having coaching and mentoring as part of my role. Um, so meeting with someone who has like different views to me, different experiences, um, ask really good questions. And like by good, I mean like hard questions. <laughs> Um, and like learning to sit, sit with those questions and let the questions do the work as you sort of think about it. Mm. And it sounds like those places as well involves you contributing as well as just like sitting and listening to someone. Um, and, and that hearing from God is part of what you ex- kind of expect in your life with God. Is that, is that the case? Yeah, like I really believe that. Um, discipleship happens when we're willing to share what's difficult and what's hard and what the struggle is and I don't think that always has to be really deep spiritual stuff it can be what's happening at work what's happening with family life with other relationships and I think sort of as you speak to people and they speak to you and they come from their perspective um, I find that as I listen and as I hear those things that God really uses it to share something of his heart for me in those things, but also learning from how they would respond. You know, they would, people I speak to might respond differently to me, and like that adds a different dimension, and often those conversations really stick with me, and God uses it because I might read a scripture that um, backs that up, or, you know, just through the week, um, God might be just whispering those things to me as well. Mm. Um, and it seems like that's part of what you're, you're doing all the time and listening to people. But is that, um, is that like with anyone or any, anywhere you would listen to people and say, oh, yeah, you know, or is there particular places that you kind of go to particularly? 
Yeah, well, I think, like I said, small group and really developing good relationships with um, those in my group. And then there's like particular trusted people in my life um, that I speak to, um, where it feels like when you're sharing something difficult, it's not like harsh, it's not really painful, it's actually a release. Um, and sharing those things where we can pray and discuss. So I think if, if we're able to pray as well, that's always really helpful, as well as talking, as well as chatting. Mm. Um, and often, like, if you're speaking in that safe place, the impact of it continues, like I said, throughout the week, where I'm speaking to God in my own time, I'm sort of living in dialogue with him, and then, you know, he, he might drop in to me, you know, I might catch from him something that that person said in that conversation, um, that resonates again. Thank you. Um, and so what would be your encouragement to us as we've talked about this, of like hearing from God together? What would be your, yeah, your encouragement as we close? Yeah, I would say like that, that thing of like discipleship happening where we are willing to say the hard things. Um, and I think like sometimes we can feel like, oh, I don't want to burden people or overshare. But I think there's just a, a safe space where we can actually share what's hard, be vulnerable and expect God to work and really listen to each other um, and grow. Like Murray was saying, like, you know, we're all works in progress and we're always learning. And I love that. Mm. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lydia, for sharing with us. So yeah, I felt this morning that I was, you know, to preach with the community as we think about hearing from God and those different places that we have available to us to hear from God together. And those encouragements in this passage can only happen um, in practice. It's not something we can do on our own or just in our heads. We need one another. And as I said last week um, with the Thessalonian church, they were a church that was following God and love one another. And so Paul says, do these things more and more. So my invitation to us is, can we do this? Can we hear from God through the community more and more, particularly this year? Amen. Thank you for listening to the St. George's Lead Sermon Podcast. For more talks or information, visit stgs.org.uk